This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and D. 15. And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Here we are, Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM and heaven knows we've told you enough, but this is the East Midlands radio station of the year. And uh, you should make the most of this programme while it exists because come December 2014 we're gone. We're out of here and we ain't never coming back. Well, until we think of another daft idea to put on the radio, that is. Now, I'm Paul Tyler. Uh, never mind Mark Goodyear. This is the man that's got the best music. It's Johnny Hall. Hey, Johnny. Hello there. I was just thinking about Mark Goodyear the other day. Johnny, play us out that audio of this week's Grid Square selection, please. My name's Carolyn. I've lived in Lincoln for six years. I think Lincoln is wonderful. V17. V17. V17, selected by a lady from uh, across the pond who's met Elvis. So she wins. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. V17. Uh, now, as you've heard, this week we've been allotted V17. So, Johnny, where does that take us? Okay, that takes us back to Branston again, where we were made to feel so welcome last time. Yeah. Um, so this time we're on Lincoln Road, just as you kind of go into Branston. We've got uh, Parkview Avenue and the exciting-sounding Branston Business Park. <laughs> oh, I like a nice business park. Uh, and if you know anything about this or any of our other 51 grids, past or present, then please get in touch. Uh, Lincoln A to Z, sirenonline.co.uk is that email address. We're on Facebook and, of course, there's Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. All the information and the podcast of our previous shows, including that Branston one, are available on our fabulous website. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. Now, if you have listened to any of our previous shows, you'll know that Johnny and I like nothing more than a pointless competition. So with this Branston grid, we thought we'd try something a little different. So there you go. That's not the noise of Branston. I know what you're thinking. At the top of the show, they've talked about being in Branston. What I can hear is a bus station, a dirty, filthy, horrid-looking building full of people trying to trying to get out of here, to be honest with you. That's what everyone's trying to do. Uh, but we're here. We're here for a reason. We've been to Branston before. Uh, and for our V17 grid, we decided that uh, uh, I, uh, your host, Paul Tyler, I'm going to ride uh, the Lincoln A to Z bike, uh, my fabulous racing bike. Uh, which, as you all know by now, I picked up for 50 quid at the side of a road, spent a few quid on it, uh, and that's how easy cycling can be. You don't have to be a lycra biker and spend hundreds to get a great racing bike. Uh, Johnny, you uh, are going to take one of these big, noisy, fumy uh, machines with lots of other people on, aren't you, out of here uh, to our end destination, Branston. I am. I'm taking the number two bus, which is uh, up to Branston via Washingborough. Um, and I can, I can actually see it parked over there now at the stop. It's a double-decker, which is good. So oh. I can go up on the top deck. Oh, brilliant. And, uh, yeah, look, look into people's gardens and be nosy. And also, of course, look out for you, wheezing your way up the hill. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. We've decided, uh, two minutes before we turn this microphone on, we decided on some rules. Uh, I'm going to set off at exactly the same time because Johnny's got a diversion, uh, as he says, out via Washingborough and Hayington. And also he gets dropped uh, just a little bit way off uh, the Parkview Avenue where we've decided is going to be our finishing point. I have an overcast day. Uh, it's threatening. Those clouds look threatening to me. I've got that to contend with. I've got a hill. I've got Canic Hill to contend with. Now, we know I've made it up there before. On our last visit to Branston, I'm pretty sure I was showing off about the fact that I made it up there. But what I perhaps didn't say at that time was the amount of wheezing that went on. So I know I'm going to have to stop to recover once I get up there. Um, so uh, here goes. Without further ado, um, let the race commence. Here I am on the bus now, feeling slightly self-conscious about talking to myself. It's a double-decker bus, and of course, when you get on a bus, the first decision you've got to make is where are you going to sit? Are you going to go at the back with the cool kids, uh, or are you going to go at the front with the swats? I'm I'm at the front, um, but I'm I'm on the top deck, and I'm sitting directly above the driver, right at the very front of the top deck, so I can pretend I'm driving. So you know who's cool now, hey? Now as we're uh, just coming out of the bus station, I can see Paul right in front of us, pedalling like mad. Um, I think he just cut the bus up, to be honest, and he's now sandwiched between this big double-decker bus and uh, an HGV in front of him, so I don't think I'd want to be where he is right now. Coming round uh, the corner onto Pelham Bridge now, and I, th I think I'm about to hit a problem, because it's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so it's not exactly rush hour, but there's already a big queue of traffic uh, on Pelham Bridge and we're about to get caught up in it because of course you know this being Lincoln unlike a proper city we've not got any bus lanes so the buses end up just stuck in the traffic along with all the other cars and um, yeah I can see Paul now just bombing ahead I, I think he's gonna win this uh, so that's it uh, we're off I've got an early lead uh, over Pelham Bridge leaving the bus well way behind really left him standing but now, as we face Canic Hill, just hit the bottom of Canic Hill, I'm going to need to turn this off and change some gears down. Uh, this doesn't look that much fun at all. So we are going round the houses, I'm literally round the houses. Um, Paul wouldn't let me take the direct bus that goes straight up Canic Hill. Uh, he made me take the, the longer route which goes around Washingborough and Hainton uh, in order to make it a slightly fairer competition I suppose that's fair enough um, but this really is a very windy path going around uh, suburban streets and little villages very pretty some of these areas but this is uh, this is costing me time you pass volcanic pits grid that means I've got to the top and I did it I did it without stopping something halfway up I didn't think was possible I'm going past Mill Lodge now, and even if even if I don't get this, I'm not too worried. Uh, getting up that hill, I really feel like I've achieved something. Uh, oh dear. So now we're in Branston and just approaching the stop, and uh, I'm going to have to get off now and run the last few meters. planning on running when he gets to the other end. Running, I know, running from wherever the bus drops him off to our chosen 
location which is here i'm here park view avenue i am here i can't see radio academy nominated producer jonathan hall i've won everybody and in the house opposite someone is flying the lincolnshire flag uh, to celebrate he knew it would be me so he's hoisted a flag up honour of this great, great victory of cycles over buses. So as, uh, as the recovery continues, a bit more water taken on board, uh, I'm looking out, I could text uh, Johnny now and uh, gloat, but it's, it's not as much fun. And also, I'd quite like to see him run, um, and I suppose I'd quite like to see the disappointment on his face as well. <laughs> um, which, you know, saying that out loud sounded cruel. I perhaps, I perhaps meant to think that rather than, rather than say it. But, you know, it's there. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm now running the last section away from the bus stop uh, to try and find Paul. And, oh, God, he's already there. Oh, he looked... He's pretending he's been there for ages. He's going to be unbearable. Here now, eventually, comes a man talking into a microphone. Hey! Yeah, I see the bus drops you quite near there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, the bus stop is actually right around there, but I noticed the people were just getting off wherever. They were just going down and he was letting them off wherever they wanted to get off. Yeah, so. that's what it's like once you're out of the city, rule no Absolutely. no no rules. There's no rules here. Um, but I won. You did? How long have you been here? Around about five or six minutes. Oh. <laughs> and I said it wasn't as close as perhaps we thought it, no, it might be. No. But <laughs> truth be told, <coughs> you're <coughs> <laughs> You're in a better physical condition. Uh, but we have landed now. Um, all that, everything you've heard before this, I suppose you should really discount because this is, this is now we're down to the business end. We're down to the crunch. Here we are in our grid. Uh, V17. Uh, I've just seen a lady uh, take a recycle bin out um, to the end of her drive in Branston. This may be the most exciting thing that's going to happen. That might make the Parish Council newsletter um, that comes in, into this grid. We've been to Branston before. Uh, if my memory serves, Johnny, and it's not always the best, but if my memory serves right, uh, on our previous trip to, to Branston, we liked it here, but they didn't like us. We very much felt they wanted to keep us out of Branston. Mm, yeah, lots of walls and uh, lots of uh, signs about dog poo. <laughs> somebody somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. in Branston has an obsession with dog poo, so I'll be looking out for those again this time. Okay, right. So uh, let's have a walk about the grid, see, uh, see what we can find. I want to get off this road. I've seen too many cars today. So is this now, this feels like we're walking onto a private driveway now. Uh, this must be the Muse. I've not seen a sign for it. Um, seems a bit, seems a bit of a private road. Uh, they must pay for the upkeep of this. I bet they do. Uh, but we really are into some really nice plush houses. Somebody's got here um, one of those big, I think they're called RVs. Recreational oh, vehicles, yeah. which is a huge, you know, Breaking Bad, the thing that uses the lamp. It's like that, only newer and nicer. Yeah, yeah, I'm only on to season two, so I'd like you to keep your references. Uh, <laughs> It's the one where um, you know, <coughs> uh, Jesse gets killed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Some very, really nice. You can't say you don't like these houses, Johnny. Look at these houses; they're lovely. Mm, I'm not that keen, to be honest. No. Oh, you're a wrong one sometimes. Um, and look at that for an outside building, an oh, outside shed. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Well done, well done. If you live down here, you've, you've done all right. Um, but going back to the RV, um, that's that's an ambition of of, uh, of mine and my uh, my lovely wife's. Uh, to own one of those, 
uh, go tour around uh, and solve mysteries like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Would you paint it up with a mystery machine logo on the side? Uh, no, we'd probably be a bit more incognito with those because yeah. people see you coming. There's been enough Scooby-Doo on, on TV, videos, films. People are people are onto that now. If you if you turn up in a mystery machine, all painted purple, uh, with a talking dog, but, <laughs> <laughs> the janitor is just going to go to ground. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, they're, exactly. But look at that's a oh a trailer tent. So we've got a lot of camping and caravanning going on here. So they're not doing that well, are they? <laughs> 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 What's wrong with a nice hotel? Yeah, exactly, yeah. They had anything about them, they'd uh, have a smaller house and just stay in hotels when they went away. So there you go. Towards the end of that, you can really hear my my coughing and wheezing, and uh, obviously we'll we'll apologise a bit for the for the sound there, uh, because uh, right, here's what happens: We're, our, our microphones that we take out, we have um, uh, you, you'll see them on the TV. They have a big. Uh, uh, pop shield uh, over the top and wind uh, stops the wind noise uh, hitting the mic and pretty much everywhere we've gone every grid we've gone to so far which is uh, well, it's getting on for 40 odd isn't it it's well over for yeah 43 44 something like that um we've, we've gone out to and that's why the sound is always tipped up in, in in good fashion now what i wanted to do there was streamline myself for the race as much as possible um which and I, i've actually even made a note here johnny just uh, on our program notes because believe it or not we do have them and it says this one word it says here gloat but that, i don't know why i wrote it it's just going to come naturally um yeah I, i'm very i'm very chuffed with that are you yeah i see if i were you and you you've edited this so you've heard that through a few times yeah, now, yeah. it's the first time i've heard it in a little while and if i just listening back to it the very beginning of that the, the thing in the bus station oh, i was talking very quickly I mean, I'd, if I were you, I'd be after a drugs test because I sound like uh, I've certainly had uh, too much fizzy pop there because I sound like a seven-year-old at a birthday party. <laughs> um, just really, really excitable and, want, and wanted to get on with it. I was quite excited yeah. by that. It was quite a very exciting thing. Yeah, I think um, you need a yeah, steward's inquiry on that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm clean. I'm clean. I've got, I've got a conscience. And I think, as you can hear towards the end of that, when I'm starting to uh, walk around Branson and describe what's happening, um, breath... Was, was was not always easy to come by. Lincoln A to Z. This is Lincoln A to Z, and uh, on this project we decided we wanted some substance to our ramblings and indeed cyclings. Uh, so we were incredibly lucky to find a keen historian who today we discover giggles at the phrase turnip husbandry. So here's Joanna Hughes with the history of our V17 grid square. In an earlier podcast I talked about Branston Hall, whose vast green parkland makes up the southern section of today's grid square. But what you can't see on the modern map are the remains of the old quarries which bordered the parkland. Old maps clearly show them, though, and they start to become even more significant when you read through some of the old Victorian trade directories, many of which are held at the Lincolnshire Archives. The entry for Branston in White's trade directory of 1856 says, The central and western parts of the parish rise in bold undulations and have generally a light moory soil, which has been much improved by turnip husbandry. Turnip husbandry and rests on a stratum of limestone, for burning which are several lime kilns. Look through the same entry and you'll get a great picture of all the businesses and trades going on in Branston at the time. It's the limestone in this area which provided one local craftsman with a very lucrative trade, as the lime produced when you burn limestone in a kiln was a vital component in building materials. This Branston resident was a builder, mason and lime burner. He's got a lovely name, quite literally. It's Thomas Lovely. He died in Branston in 1877, and at the Lincolnshire Archives we hold a copy of his will, in which he bequeaths an impressive amount of property and possessions to his family, such as a house, gardens, greenhouses, woodwork shops, saw pits, granary, stabling, paddock, orchard, stone quarry, and of course lime kilns. 
This impressive property was on Sleaford Road, and it's still there today, locally known as the Monkey House. Why the house came by such an unusual name is explained by his descendants, who tell the story of how one night in the local, Thomas Lovely declared he was going to build himself a grand residence, to which someone commented, If you do, you'll have to have a monkey on it. A monkey refers to a mortgage. Thomas Lovely replied he would indeed, and once the house was built, he adorned his gateposts with four carved monkeys. The house became something of a local Victorian tourist attraction, considered by some to be a bit of a gothic folly which were all the rage at the time. Thomas Lovely built many houses to be seen in modern Branston. And so, whilst there doesn't appear to be a lot of history on the ground of this week's grid square, the remnants of those old limestone quarries and lime kilns shown on the old maps of the area a testament to one man's industry and contribution to the village we see today. A lovely contribution, you might say. Well, thanks as always to Joanna Turnip Husbandry Hughes there from the Lincolnshire Archives. And we'll dedicate this next track to the memory of Thomas Lovely. Here we come, walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. We're Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Uh, it's time for the second part of our grid visit to V17 in Branston. And um, there's a lot of dedications here. We'd like to dedicate this to a small but nevertheless committed part of our audience that laments the passing of 1980s home computer games. Uh, so back out now onto the main road. Uh, the road that that saw my victory. I'm surprised more people weren't out on the streets cheering me in for the, uh, for the, for the victory. Plenty of long driveways out here. I mean, they, they, probably, they probably tried to get out, but, you know, they, they, they couldn't get to the end of their driveway. Well, you're facing back into Lincoln now. There's a sign. Uh, there's a sign for a place selling lawnmowers. Oh, okay, look at that ride on lawnmower, Johnny. Next race, next race we do, we'll do a ride on lawnmower race. Um, well, past that, just past that sign, past the firewood sign, and past the chap who makes gates and railings. But that sign there, Johnny, elderly people. Yeah, that, that, that sign, it doesn't seem relevant to me anymore. I don't know, it seems, it seems patronising. And I don't want to put any patronisation where it doesn't belong, if that's even a word or a phrase. Uh, but look at it, look at the sign for elderly people. What do you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what effect that has. The driver coming along here, what, what are they going to do when they see that? I don't know probably nothing um, and yeah as you say it is a proper old bent over couple man and a woman been married a long time probably just had their, their diamond wedding anniversary I guess and the man's got a stick and he's holding the woman's hand it's, I mean, it's a nice scene isn't it it's, it's, it's quite heartwarming I'm pleased they're still together after all these years yeah yeah I mean he did have that affair a few years ago and it was looking a bit dicey <laughs> yeah. but uh, he had the uh... he had it away with the, uh, the, the man on the, the roadworks yeah you know, yeah, he's, the man, he's experimented with his sexuality and the, yeah. the man with the spade in the roadwork sign yeah. he, he had it put, it, put in the umbrella up yeah, yeah. All right, okay now let's take a take a walk down here oh, you know, you're alright is, is there a right of way through there do you know or where do you want to go uh, well, just, we're just, well we're just taking a walk just... if, if you go that way you'll finish back on the main road if you go that way you go down through the farmyard and down uh, to the back lane. Oh, good stuff. So you're allowed through there? Is, is it your... Yes. All oh, right, good stuff. Thank as you. As long as you behave yourself. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about him, though. Just before we spoke to the... Uh, just before we spoke to that nice lady, we were looking, Johnny, at... What, what was hanging over the back of that fence? It was a... Was it a marrow or a watermelon? Oh, like a, it was a big courgette. No, it was, it was definitely a marrow. Some kind of big 
Yeah. Marrow has a lot of comedy value, so let's say, do, let's say let's it's a marrow. marrow. Yeah. Massive marrow in a what carrier bag was it? Was it Debenhams? I think it was an M&S. M&S, yeah. M&S carrier bag, and there's yeah. a Debenhams carrier bag next to it. So I think mm. you know you can judge a lot by the, the carrier bags that people use. Why would that be hanging over a fence? I don't know. Onto the public footpath side of the fence. I don't know. I mean, we, you know, we talk about objects that we're going to collect for uh, for the Lincoln A to Z exhibition, uh, the collection in December 2014 uh, through to January. 2015 uh, but that's going to go off isn't it by the time uh, we could uh, we could try and preserve it in some uh, what would you do that formaldehyde would you I don't even know uh, what pickle it I think it's vinegar. pickle marrow pickle marrow sounds nice doesn't it but do you think that was waiting for someone do you think you know someone's maybe maybe they've got some kind of agreement with someone you know maybe they give it to the window cleaner or something yeah, yeah. in lieu of actual cash payment yeah yeah we'll hang yeah. we'll hang the marrow over the fence Brian <laughs> uh which, uh, which uh, it's quite a good catchphrase, actually, isn't it? <laughs> over the fence, Brian. I mean, there's, uh... Yeah, we should use that. <laughs> we should try and work that somewhere in the rest of the programme. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah it'd, be, it'd be an interesting challenge. It could be the uh, you know there, there, there could be some kind of illicit affair going ah, on. Like, you know, if you get, the yeah. marrow is over the fence, <laughs> uh, don't come round. It's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> or no, 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 no. We don't. We not No, no, Johnny. I need. To, we need to put. We need to put a full stop on this conversation now. It's it's not healthy. Well, the marrow, marrow is quite healthy, isn't it? With this night again, we find ourselves in a in a suburban uh, estate. Tricky thing to describe. Um, you look around there. There's quite a lot of areas of grass that I would think people would debate who who has to mow them. Look, you see there, someone's mown right up to that line. Yeah. And then beyond there, it's like a meadow, doesn't it? Um, I know if I lived here, that would be the patch I was responsible for, the meadow. And uh, it looks very much like the outside of my house right now. What happens though with those, um, those unclaimed bits of grass is that people sometimes, maybe under the cloak of darkness, take their fence down, move it a few metres across, oh, yeah. and claim a bit of extra land. My, my dad did that years ago. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, yeah. That. It's That's free land. That is sticking it to the man big style, isn't it? <laughs> it is. There's not much going on, but it's quiet. Listen, it's quiet. You see, if I moved it, it would be quiet, and uh, then I'd let my kids outside. God, they can't be. I mean, where think there are no children. There are there. no where children. Are the children. I need a family homes. There's a school just around the corner there as well. There should be lots of children around here. Yeah, they're all in front of their place. But that's it, they're not. They're not in front of their PlayStation. This is kind of people tell you about this, you know, and it's kind of rubbish. Kids don't play outside. Yes, they do. They do. They just do it in they do it in measure. And I'm of an age group now where I had a I had a home computer when I was young. Uh, very lucky to have a ZX Spectrum. Oh, I had a Specky. Yeah, yeah, Specky. 48K, did you have? I had a 48K plus. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I've always been a bit superior. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a bit taller, a bit more, bit more handsome. Yeah. Uh, and you've got the plus. Uh, is that is, is that the one that had the tape recorder built in? No, no, it was the one before that. Uh, uh, yeah, proper keyboard rather than yep. the Roy Keys. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. That conversation's going to be fascinating to a very small group of people. <laughs> And there we hear the uh, the delicious, I think is the way to describe it, the delicious sound 
uh, of a ZX Spectrum uh, loading. About 40 minutes that would take uh, to load, what, something like Manic Miner? <laughs> yeah, or, and then you crash at the end. Or Chucky Egg, yeah, and mm. then uh, you have to start the whole thing again because you didn't yeah. get the volume uh, setting right. Oh, yeah. oh, man, kids these days, they do know they're born. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, so the couple of things that I'm picking up from there, one is that uh, the uh, the lovely lady that gave us some directions there saying, where do you want to go? Uh, you know, I don't, Normally people have an answer for that, don't they? Oh, I'm heading here, there and everywhere. Um, but we were just not really knowing where to go, were we? We were a bit lost. Yeah. Um, but no no direction. There's no, you know, we, we're not stood there with a bit of paper saying we need to find such an address. Or, I don't know, if, the concept of this program is so convoluted uh, that to explain that to her, she'd, she'd have run out of time. Yeah, well, if we had anything about us, we'd have explained it briefly to her and then interviewed her. That's what proper radio professionals would do, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Get yeah. a local voice on, on the show, whereas we just kind of embarrassedly shuffle their feet and said, mm, sort of over there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because very quickly we wanted to start talking about uh, vegetables, hungover fences, exactly. and carrier well, more fun, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. I think so. Um, and I think it probably is, a, you know, we, we're certainly in our last series of Lincoln A to Z, and it probably is about right uh because i think we, we, we're entering that zone now where we're trying to make illicit affairs out of vegetables over fences in carrier bags and even on road signs the old man from the old, old elderly people sign the road sign uh, that's all we're seeing when we're going around to a grid now isn't it so you know we're just it, it's pointless <laughs> it's pointless carrying on although we will do we're going to get these 52 grids uh squeezed out uh, but also in in amongst all that we mentioned the exhibition, uh, something that uh, we're putting a lot of work into at the moment. Uh, come December, uh, 20th of December, 2014, you'll be able to go along to the collection uh, in Lincoln, uh, which, oh, Johnny, I love describing this to people in Lincoln because, um, yeah, I, if there's one thing that's going to come out of this is the fact that we, we push more people to the collection because I think it's a magnificent building. Oh, it is, yeah. And uh, there's also magnificent things inside that building. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to go along there. Um, so, that, you know, sometimes when we say there's no purpose to this programme other than uh, pointing out vegetables over fences, you know, we're doing ourselves a little disservice there. But we will be taking more people uh, and introducing them to the collection. You know how I describe uh, where the collection is in Lincoln? Go on. The, uh, behind the old BT building. Yeah, How <laughs> many years has it been since BT have even driven down that street, let alone had residents there? But it is it's kind of, you know, I suppose you should just say like, behind the Theatre Royal now. Yeah, no, I do that as well. You're not, you're not the only one. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we still like to say the new road for the bypass. You know, mm. it's, you've got to hang on to these things. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln. sound of Great Tom, the bells of Lincoln Cathedral, at this time, can mean only one thing. It's time for a question of Lincoln, uh, here in the Siren FM studio, uh, and we ask for silence, please. Johnny, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go first this week. Nice uh, nice, easy one for you. Excellent. Um, now, last week, you, you complimented me on, on how interesting <laughs> my question of Lincoln questions are. Yeah, yeah, soak it up. Yeah, and then you went on to answer it correctly. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd take a different tack this week. And I'd be very boring. Yep, I'm going to try <laughs> I'm gonna t- try to come up with the dullest possible question okay. in the hope of lulling you into a, a coma, and uh, and then I'll win. Okay, this is normally my tactic, so go for it. Okay. How many roundabouts are there in Lincoln? Oh, no way, Rid. No, yeah. that, no, right, no, no. That's a really good question. <laughs> of course it? it's a good question, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you some criteria. Um, I'm Ooh. including the bypass. I'm including the, the, the roundabouts on the bypass. That's the new road. And also that monstrosity at the Tritton Road, Road Walk University Bridge. 
Uh, but I'm excluding <laughs> mini roundabouts because that would just be silly. Yeah, yeah, no, obviously, yeah. Okay. Uh, so right. here's your choices. You've got okay. three choices. Is it oh, A? Wait, hang on, can I, ask oh. a quick, can I ask a preliminary question? Sorry, go sorry. On, okay. No, no, go for I it. I mean to, you know, crash your vocal there, Johnny. But... Um, so it's within the Lincoln City because obviously I'm going to know this so is it within the Lincoln City boundary or uh, for no. example I'm thinking now that uh, there's a, a new roundabout sprung up uh, down on Wisby Road but that would be North Highcombe yes there's more There's more than one down there I'll give you a little clue um, but uh, yeah it's including the, the Lincoln urban area we'll oh right okay, okay so right, what, right, what right, right. a normal sensible person would say is Lincoln okay yeah because, most yeah, because Highcombe, you so. know, it's, it's going to be crucial if I'm calculating this yeah absolutely okay. So is it A, 18, B, 20, mm-hmm. or C, 22? You've got 10 seconds starting now. Mm, 10 seconds, okay. Uh, oh, some lovely roundabouts in Lincoln, in there? Yarborough, Yarborough up there. Uh, and then South Park roundabout. There's a band called South Park roundabout, it used to be. Uh, I'm going to say 20. You're going to say 20, are you? I'm afraid. <coughs> oh. it's, it's actually only 18. No way. And that includes all those, I think there's like three new ones down Wisby Way. Mm-hmm. The one on the bypass and there's two others yep. in what's going to be all the you know industrial estate. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was very thorough. I, I, I it imagine me, you were. It took me ages. I had to recount several times. Oh, strange. Right, okay. Well, you know, I, tonight I'm not going to sleep until I've counted them up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, now, this week's grid is in Branston. And this, of course, is home to the Branston potato factory which handles johnny and you were hoping for this question to be a, a numbers question but it's yeah. uh 350,000 tons of spuds every year wow. well, I, well i thought that initially and then i stopped and think well i don't understand that many but it yeah okay that's a lot of spuds I, i'd have to see it i'd have to see that because that's just a day that's pretty good that's just a number isn't it hmm. yeah oh yeah no actually that is a lot isn't it yeah, it's yeah a lot. Right, okay yeah, stop poo-pooing him right okay so branston potatoes have a mascot, you know the kind of thing, a big novelty costume that they put the work experience kids in. Now my question of you, my question of <laughs> you, my question of Lincoln to you, Johnny L. Hoare, is what is the name of that mascot? Is it Bobby Branston, Billy Branston, or Barry Branston? Ten seconds, here we go. Oh, I hope it's Barry. Bobby, Billy, Barry. Um, that's the, the, the Bee Gees, isn't it? <laughs> Bobby, Billy, Barry. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Bobby. You're incorrect. I'll be oh, <laughs> Who is he then? Billy. 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 Of course oh, it's Billy. Barry would have been better. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're in partnership with a major supermarket that we're, we're not going to mention. Um, <laughs> even though we're mentioning Branston potatoes, never mind. Uh, so uh, Billy Branston's amazing potato factory uh, is going to visit the uh, schools nationwide. They've converted a big double-decker bus uh, into a fully functioning mobile classroom where the children can find out all about potatoes wow. and their journey from farm to fork. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. Uh, we received a letter this week, Johnny. A letter. You remember letters? That's what they sound like. You can't make that noise with an email. A letter. Dear Lincoln A to Z, I sort of like your programme, but what would make it much betterer, and it actually says that, betterer, is more of that dishy Welsh fellow that you call Treff. Maybe he should be given a bigger role and you should pay him for his delightful spoken word contributions to your daft radio programme. The very least you could do is buy him a curry. Yours hungrily, Mr T Davies. Hmm. V17, Branston. I've always associated Branston with Branston Pickle, though I have absolutely no evidence to suggest that there is a real link between the two. Maybe there's a small shed at the bottom of someone's garden that opens into an enormous TARDIS-like pickle-making factory. Don't knock it, could be true. 
I've always been a fan of Branston pickle, although since I discovered Delia Smith's spicy plum chutney recipe, we hardly ever buy the commercial product. It's a fact that you discover over the years that whilst something shop-bought might taste good, it is rarely as good as the stuff you can make yourself at home. With the Davises, this applies to pasta, and even recently, yoghurt, which when made at home, are vastly superior to anything you can buy. The chutney was our first discovery along these lines. Having made my first batch, I tasted it, and it was pretty yucky. I then left it for a few months, and wow, fantastic! Pasta had the same result. We bought a pasta-making machine. It didn't make the dough, but it rolled it out like a mangle, and then had fittings that shaped the sheets into tagliatelle, angel hair, and so on. Serious result. Only this week, my wife Anne made her first yoghurt. Sounds very alternative, doesn't it? The resultant yoghurt is great, though. Tastes a lot more natural than anything you get in the shops. When you think of it, all there is is milk and a bit of fruit chucked in. No sugars, stabilisers, thickeners, preservatives, and so on. I added some freshly picked raspberries from the garden and, hey, presto, I had a healthy breakfast. I digress. I only have two memories of Branston, neither of which are particularly clear. I once went to a wedding reception at Branston Hall Hotel. The very nature of these evenings are that you remember very little about them. I think a good time must have been had. Not been back there since. The other time was during the 1980s when the Lincoln Rugby Club had its players' dinner at the Moore Lodge Hotel in Branston. My only recollection of that night was remembering seeing someone had fallen asleep in one of the toilet cubicles. Not something you want to do at a rugby dinner. I suspect he would have been woken up by water being chucked over the top. I'm also pretty sure that they grow spuds in the Branston area only because I've seen lorries with Branston potatoes written on the side. So that's it, Branston, a place you pass through on the way to Blankney Golf Club. There we go, there's the legendary uh, Treff Davis, uh, and you can uh, find out more about Treff if you go to philosopherontap.com, uh, which I would encourage you to do, obviously after our programme ends. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z. Let's talk about what's going to happen next week. Now, Johnny, this time next week you're going to be out um, with the light Fandango, aren't you? I am off to see Johnny Marr at the Engine Shed. Excellent. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah, well done. I'm undecided about that yet. I think I'm probably just going to stay in. But um, instead of that, we're going, to, uh, we're going to be playing out something very, very special indeed. Uh, last week, no, the week before last, I spent 24 hours uh, sat in the centre of town. Um, you might have seen me. You might not have seen me. Pretty good chance if you were in the town that day you'd walk past me, um, uh, mucky looking, and uh, well, I got quite smelly towards the end of it as well. Uh, but seven in the morning uh, on the Thursday through till seven in the morning on the following Friday, uh, all to tell a story, all to tell a story of what happens uh, in a town centre in Lincoln uh, in a day. Uh, now, Johnny, you've finally, I, I handed Johnny very nearly 10 hours of audio uh, yes. for that Johnny and you've, uh, you've you've been locked in a cave haven't you uh, editing that now so it comes in at how long it's uh, 28 minutes and thir- I think it's 28 minutes and 28 seconds actually yeah yeah perfect radio standard mm. 28 28 absolutely oh, wonderful it's been hard work it. time for a radio 4 voiceover before and after that Johnny perfect <laughs> absolutely perfect well done um, so yeah you can tune in at 9 o'clock uh, on Monday night for that this time next week and uh, it's something we're very very proud of a lot of work's gone into it um, and I think we've both been very disappointed if it sounded rubbish wouldn't we but uh, no actually I mean and we're always the first Johnny always, 
you know we, we're bigging ourselves up here but we're always the first to slag ourselves off yeah uh, so actually you know when we do do something that's uh, that's half decent we, uh, we we do like to shout yeah. about if it if we say bit. it sounds alright then we mean it sounds really good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay uh, okay so that's about it for another week thanks to Joe and Treff for their contributions uh, well done to you too as well Johnny I always forget that I always forget that thank you yeah, it's alright uh, and thank you to you two for listening not you two that would be awful but uh, well you know you, you you get the idea you uh, now this has been a Joe Schmo production for Siren FM. Thank you.